Oh. I don't think, have I heard this song? I hope so. It's a goodie. Okay, I don't think I have. Well, you need to uh, freshen up your repertoire. I don't know. I've seen this Chris guy, and I think y'all are about the same age, so. Okay. I don't really know why we have to continue to discuss age. (laughs) You know what? I also thought about this, too. I'm like, I have to be better. I think everybody knows now. Well, we're, you know, we. That you could be my mom. (laughs) True story. And we add listeners every day. Yeah. So it's fine if we continue to talk about rolling in on 50. It's not a big deal. I'm not nervous (laughs) at all. Yeah. Um, today's going to be good. It is going to be good. It's going to be great. It's going to be so good. I don't know if we've ever had a guest that both of us separately were um, approached by someone to have Mm -hmm. them on. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Yep. You know, it's funny though. We were approached, weren't we approached by like the same people different? Yes. One partner, one partner. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I like how they split that up though. Yes. They're like, let's do this as a team. Yeah. They had a game plan. You break. Yeah. I think, I think Haley likes you, Carrie. So you go talk to her. And uh, Jimmy, you're usually at the donut shop. So uh, (laughs) go ahead and get, yeah, Lena while she's slinging donuts. That's good. That was good timing though on their path. They're on their half. Here Um, we are again. Yeah. Another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. And I'm your host, Haley Kobza. And I'm still Lena. Um, So before we call Chris Gardner to the phone. Yes. Um, just have a few things. So first and foremost, have you ever watched Steel Magnolias, the TV show on Netflix? So good. So good. And speaking of friendship. Yeah. Show about exactly. Yes. I mean, it's a little cheesy. Um, we were talking about it in the office, you know, kind of cheesy Hallmark movie, but mm-hmm. just, just a good, good show. Yeah. But what a perfect world that three best girlfriends mm-hmm. can meet up every week to have a margarita. Yeah, I kind of want to live in that world. So in saying, huge shout out to El Porto. And I feel yep. like I'm going to start that up with my group of women. You go, girl. That would be you. So oh, we'll have to. I mean, f- let's go, girl. So like I said, in the perfect time, <laughs> yes. in the perfect world that we all have a spare day. Yeah. Because I'm like, these women get to go have margaritas every week. Yep. What are they doing with their children? Well, I have they don't all these have, questions. They don't have any small children. They do. The one has a small child. No, who? Um, They're beautiful redhead. Okay, she's like school aged. Yeah, like nobody's changing still, diapers or yeah, anything but, or warming yeah. up bottles. But it's such a good show. It is good. It's so good. I haven't started the new season, so don't ruin anything for me. Okay, I won't. But oh, on so, that. But pe- speaking of good shows, though, you just watched a really. We we can't even go there today. We'll go there another time. Okay. Okay. The All right. Great movie, which I'm going to watch. So maybe we'll oh, talk yes, about it after. Yes, okay, yes. Yeah. okay. Okay. Sounds good. So go. Ahead. Um. So speaking of margaritas, huge shout out to our sponsors, El Porto Mexican Restaurant here in McCook, Nebraska, right here on Norris Street. Everybody needs to go take a so good. Go over there. So amazing. And Jolton Joe's on B Street. Yep. If you need a hot or cold beverage, probably cold at this time of the year, um, they are your place. Yeah. Convenient drive-thru. I don't know the street that Wild Ass Soap is on, but it's out there to the northeast corner. Like you have to- Calabria. I was going to say Calabria Estates or something's Mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. Um, They're right there on the left-hand side before you turn in that way. You can't miss it. My birthday is in August. I need some people to do some shopping. Oh, when's your birthday? August 17th. The fact that you had to ask. I'm trying to think when this is going to air. It's probably going to. Well, my birthday's probably over, so no one's going to do any shopping. All right. August August 16th? 17th. So gosh. Okay. I'm just going to write down. August 17th, everybody. Yep. Lena's 
just send me a belated because this probably isn't airing until October. Right. So. Okay, so we're going to call on our guest today. We're going to have Chris Gardner. I believe he's from Colby. He used to be a football coach, and I think now he's just a retired comedian. There we go. It's kind of how somebody told him funny about bones, me. Brain, yeah. yeah. So we'll see if he's funny or not. Yeah. I mean, I doubt it, but nope. I mean, we're funny. True. And he's hosting an event here. I know, and we're going to go. Yes. a call oh sorry Ring. hello hi chris it's... welcome hi there how are you ladies oh just great okay Wonderful. just so you know these beautiful voices i'm Haley, and i'm lena hi, hi. and lena yes yes i actually got to meet chris here last week <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. In, in public and i probably shouldn't have been in public but <laughs> that's exactly yeah exactly let's let's that's all we're going to talk about chris there we go yeah wrap it up yeah grand uh, opening grand closing yes Good job. exactly yeah, yeah. yeah all right chris um so have you ever listened to any of our episodes no, I have not. Oh, and good I'm for ashamed you. to say that. Well, yeah. You shouldn't be. Yeah. Well, now you're yeah. going to get embarrassed because yep. we always like go. to do these fun little warm ups before yep. we get to the nit- nitty and gritty of this. Mm-hmm. So, what we're going to do, Lena's going to give you a timer. Yep, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Okay. And she's going to give you a letter. And then within that 30 seconds, you need to come up with 15 words that start with that letter. It cannot be a like a place, like a city name, and it can't be the name of a person. So, it has to be. Holy cow. Okay. Right. It's simple. Right. It's simple. Right. Get, yeah. Yeah. Get buckled up mm-hmm. and get your life together. Are you ready, Chris? Yep. Yeah. The okay. letter is A. A, a- apple. One. <laughs> the time is going. 30 seconds. Uh, yeah, yeah. Time is running. Down to 20. Can't be a, can't be a city or a place. Can you, geez. Okay. Well, I mean, apple, asshole. <laughs> Okay, uh, two. Uh, aquatic. Ooh, How about three. that? That's good. Three. Um, a lot. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. Um, sure. Yeah. Uh, oh man! Yeah. Oh yeah. gosh! Three. Three. Man. Three. How do you come up with like a last-minute football play? <laughs> So yeah, yeah. What yeah. was that? Yeah. Three, 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 three. Kind three. Of yeah, three. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's yeah. right but up the there. Thing is, Chris, the rest of the podcast has to go better. I mean, yes. it's oh, just, yeah. you know, yeah. it's only well, going to go up from here. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Now you guys know what you're dealing with. Yeah. It could be a long podcast. Yeah. It could That's be a long podcast. Very good point. Yeah. We're only seven minutes in. We're about to cut it short. Okay, Chris. So rumor has it on the streets here that you're going to be in McCook August 11th. 11th, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm super pumped. Awesome. Good. And what so, are you coming for? Like, you coming to so, eat at Max or what's going yeah, on? Yeah, no, I like that. And I like the loop. That's Ooh, what it's yeah. called, right? Yes. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. nice. Yep. Yeah. The loop is good. Um, so, so when I first took the job in Colby, um, is the swim instructor, uh, right? Aquatics? Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. uh, aquatics. Aquatics. Yes. Swimming, diving. <laughs> and you met me. So, you know, uh, yeah, I definitely swimming. know you're a really good diver. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cannonball. <laughs> but um, so, so I, no one, like I was the fourth head coach in four years. Okay. For um, those of you that and, don't know, cause he's not getting it. He was a football coach. Okay. Yes. Yes. Football coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, they didn't, I don't know. It was time to bring people in. 
to talk about football. And you know what? I did a thing with moms because moms are the kids' biggest fans. And so I just did a thing with moms about let's talk about football. Let's, what do you want to know? Here's what we do. Here's how I'm going to take care of your kids, that kind of stuff. And uh, they loved it. And then it kind of grew from there. So I had a person in McCook, a good friend of mine, uh, Jim Roberts, uh, called and said, hey, remember when you used to do that? I was like, yeah. He's like, you want to do it again? I was like, sure. That, that sounds funny. Any chance I get to talk football, I have a good time. So, so that's why I'm coming to McCook, to talk a little football with the moms. Hey. Very nice. So, I like it. Yeah. So what are yeah. you going to talk about within this time? Is this like a 10-minute, we're going to go over definitions and everyone's going to do a quiz? Or no. What's it entail? It's going to be, and I talked to the, the uh, one of the coaches in McCook, and it's just going to be, yeah, it's just going to be, we start with general football stuff, like, you know, just this is this, uh, you know, this is what the offense looks like, this is what the defense looks like. We're going to talk about certain plays and certain lineups, and just so when they when they can look out on a the field, they don't, hopefully they can understand what they're looking at. You know, I mean, I, most of them, some of them probably do, but some of them might not. And then at the end, I kind of like to give them things that they can throw out there, especially when around the guys, when the guys start talking football, I go, I like to give them things they can throw out there that, you know, they're like, oh yeah, good. Like, I never thought you would say that, you know, you know, like, well, I don't know that coverage to me lens, like it should have been run. I don't know why they passed it there. You know, just certain generalizations that they can just throw out there to, to in the middle of a game and people are like, oh, that's interesting. You know, buzzwords. I like that. So I need yeah. that in like a few sports. Golf, yeah. For one, you need that yeah. in golf. Golf, pickleball, right? Pickleball, yep. Pickleball, mm-hmm. yes. Wrestling, <laughs> yes. Well, pickleball. Yeah. Uh-huh. Chris, it is an up and coming. It is. It's thing, huge. Chris, you better get your life together and yeah. get a racket. I am. My mother wow. is a world champion. <laughs> yeah, not. Quite I'm not world. even kidding. Oh, Listen, U.S. Know, She's an American champion. Yeah. Okay, I was like, I know three people that have played pickleball this summer that broke a wrist what broke an ankle oh okay they take okay. it a little too hard and, and 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 like separate a shoulder kind of thing so i don't know if pickleball's it's intense it it's is serious it game. is a little bit too intense for me yeah yeah so, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. well i thought maybe pickleball is you know i mean isn't it just stand up ping pong I mean, I'm going to probably offend my pink pickleball. Yeah, you just right. yeah. I don't yes. know, but I know that there's a committee out there listening to this that's now coming for us. Yes, so, exactly. Thanks for that. <laughs> it's like it's like speed tennis with, uh, yeah, stand-up ping pong. Kind yeah. Of. yeah. Well, and I and I watched the one pros that played it on TV. That was cool. Like John Macro, they had a pickleball game. What? Oh, wow. Did you see that? No. John McEnroe, uh Yeah, it was... Uh, uh, it, was, it was four Americans. It was Andy Murray, John McEnroe. Um, who's the guy that dates, uh, not Kornikova. I don't know. These are old guys. Anyway, they're all retired tennis players. Never playing pickleball. And then that was cool. That is awesome. And they were, yeah, they were, they were getting after pretty good. Me, I played it twice, usually holding a beer in one hand and paddling the lefty, other. So yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. 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 So Chris, not very did, graceful. Where did you grow up? So I grew up in the fine town of Callaway, Nebraska, the oh, Fighting Bears. Wow. Yeah. Wait, yeah. did you say the Fighting Pears? Fighting uh, Bears. 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 I thought oh you said mean. Gosh. Yeah, the Fighting Bears. I was like, you really were fighting. You weren't just the Bears. You were really the Fighting Bears? No, we were just the Bears. Okay. But I, was I was like, geez, bears. Okay. Callaway. Yeah. Had to add that. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And now it's not even a, it's a, it's still a school, but they don't have an athletic program. They're, they are consolidated with Arnold now. So there's South mm-hmm. Loop. Sure. Bobcats. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So 
But yeah, grew up in Callaway, went to school at Shatter State, and coached a few years in Nebraska, and ended up in Kansas. And are you you're still in Kansas today, right? Yep. 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 And what so, do you do? Are you still a coach? Or are you retired? Nope. No, I'm a K principal now. Oh, so, oh, the yeah. big, big dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So basically, instead of you know, I did, like when I was coaching football, you you know, the a lot of people don't see. I think that you see the sun much from like August to November because mm-hmm. your head's up your ass most of the time. <laughs> okay. And now as a principal, it's August to May. You know, oh, I just yeah, don't, mm-hmm. yeah I don't. Mm-hmm. So I really try and get as much sun as I can in June and July. Mm-hmm. And because in August, it'll go right back up there and mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. all good. So, Well, the good but. thing about education, Chris, is parents are just wonderful to work with. Oh, boy. You know, oh, just, yeah. they make yeah. life yeah. easy. They do most right. of the work for you. Yeah. So it's really, you've, you, oh, yeah. yeah, you don't have yeah, to do a whole exactly. lot. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you're in education, it sounds like. I am a librarian at a Catholic school, Chris. So, yeah. There you I, go. I feel yeah. your pain. You know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she doesn't do anything. So, you you know right. your librarians. You know the They're just that's an hour of babysitting for your teachers. It's it's the person like you just like. Do we really need them, or can the kids just go yeah. in there on their but, own you know. kind of thing? Yeah, <laughs> somebody's got to put the books away. I mean, well, so, yeah, I mean yeah. you're needed because Thank you. you don't know what those books would be like if you weren't. Ex- I do know. Mm-hmm. I've been yeah, yeah, yeah. sub for a couple weeks and then yeah, come back. It's like oh geez, yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So is that what you studied, obviously, in school? You went into education? Was that what you went in from the yep. get-go? Okay. Yep, I did. I did. And and, and my, my dad was a teacher. My mom was a teacher. I didn't know you couldn't take a vacation. And, uh, you know, I thought you just took vacations in June, July. People yeah. were going on vacation mm-hmm. in September. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? You got jobs, don't you? So, yeah. 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 Right. So I didn't know any different. Yeah, so. that's awesome. Do you have any kids? Are you married? I am married. Okay. Uh and uh, I have my wife, Renee, and we've been married since Shatter State. We met at Shatter. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Sweet yeah. And, and it feels just like yesterday. Oh, I mean, you know. What did you so, do? Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> right. missed the anniversary or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, but we have been married for 28 years, and we have a, a daughter uh, that's the high school volleyball coach here. Okay. And nice. a son that will be a junior at Fort Hayes State next year. Oh, wow. So, awesome. So we are empty nesters. As oh. a, This is our first year of empty nest because his first year's here. Oh, uh, so, how does it feel? Or like you haven't got that you far know, yet. Well, yeah, I thought it'd be really cool, but it really isn't. It's kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of But your house, house is really anymore. clean and food. Oh, and house is right, clean. Yeah. Yeah. Or house yeah, is like, not. Yeah, food yeah, isn't yeah, in the like house. He came, yeah, he came back to summer. He's been back to summer. It's like, Jesus, okay, school's about to start. Now it's been a good time. Yeah. So, <laughs> you got to go. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's fun. Exactly. So, yeah, no, my, and my daughter's. Uh, married and he is going to be the head football coach here at Colby this year. Oh, wow. So, oh, okay. Yeah. That's and I'm going to bring him with me to McCook. <gasps> oh, yeah. Good so yeah. for this so. event, like people have to buy tickets or what's it like? Could you tell me? You know, that's a good question. Oh. Uh, I Carrie's taking care of that. I mm. just was told when to show up and be ready to go and don't screw this up. And I wonder, so, yeah, let's not screw it up. Know, yeah, we? let's not screw Especially, it up. Yeah. McCook. yeah. So about- I think it's, uh, it's at the Copper Mill, I know, and I think I've there's heard, like, I heard that rumor. Okay. Yeah, like uh, I think it starts at five, maybe with a little social, little social hour, you know, because if you want to talk football, you got to have a few drinks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then I think, yeah, then I'm on for like forty-five minutes to an hour, so like around like five thirty to six thirty, something like that, and then 
call it an evening, I think. So I like it. Very good. And I, and we're going to get out and do some things. Like I know, I, I don't know necessarily how many people are going to be there. I know talked to Jim a little bit today and cause I do like to get him up and, you know, I, I want him to get in a three point stance and I want him to take a hand off and I want him to, you know, do some things, you know, we're not going to go out and work out obviously, but I do want to get him moving around so they can see those things and mm-hmm. get well, a part of that. I'll make sure that, to nominate so. Lena if you need somebody to demo. Oh yeah. There She's an athlete. Go. Oh yeah. Yes. She yeah. is an athlete. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. So we'll run routes with Lena. Thank you. Lima. Yes. Lima. I'm ready. We'll run routes with Lena. Yep. Yes. Yep. Good deal. Let's go. So, so you coached high school. <laughs> so you coached high school for uh-huh. a, a hot minute. Like what yep. is something that you miss that you don't get from your current job? Like I feel like coaching, you can probably relate that a lot to being a principal. But yeah. or is there something that you like really miss from the coaching side? what there's a couple things i mean one one is i just miss the practice i mean you just get to i like you're all in one boat yeah yeah you're all in one boat you're all trying to row the same way i mean you know it's just practice and be around the kids and having one goal it's just fun and every season is different and the goals are kind of all the same but it's going to be different to next year and so i just kind of miss that part and the second part is you're a lot cooler with the kids when you're the football coach than you're the principal. Oh, okay? yeah, no I one, bet you are. That's valid. Yeah. That is a valid yeah. point. No yeah. one no one wants to hang out with the principal. No yeah. one cares. Or even say know, hi walking down the hallway. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. But if you're a football coach, oh, yeah, hey, coach, what's going on? My jokes are funny and that kind yeah. of stuff. Principal, they just look at you like, get out of my way. Like, <laughs> what do you know? I don't know you. I don't want to talk to you, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, so that's different there. But I miss that too. But I, I just miss hanging out with the kids. I mean, it is fun. Practice is fun. And it's just, you know, the games are fun too, but the practice and just the whole starting the year and setting the goals and then going through them. And it's just a good time. Mm-hmm. It's just a good time. So when you were coaching, did you have uh, successful seasons or how, like, what was it like for you when you were? Well, coaching? yeah. I mean, I, I was, I was fairly up and down. Um, okay. you know, I mean, I've had, you know, I, I, when I first started, you get kind of arrogant when you first start in the coaching and, and, uh, I was like, if I ever have a losing season, I'm done, but this will suck, you know? And then, uh, then my, my, what was it? My fifth season, I think I had a first season season. I was like, well, yeah, I ain't quitting this, but you right. know, so you get kind of arrogant at the start, but you know, um, so I started in Miller, like I started I got one great story. My first coaching year was uh, on a Native American reservation, but we'll go to that in a little bit because that's a good one. That's a good story. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, then I went to Omaha and was an assistant coach at Millard North, which is one of the bigger schools in Nebraska. Uh, and that was fun. And I got to run with this, uh, was the coach of the sophomores and then uh, did some things on the varsity and that kind of stuff. And then I jumped and took a head job at Sutherland, Nebraska. Nebraska. And what year was that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's see, Brandon Cool. I replaced him. I don't know when he went to Carney. I don't know, maybe 01, maybe 2000, oh, wow. 2001. I graduated in 06 from Hershey. Oh, well, there you go. Well, you know Ryan Smith then. Oh, yes. Ryan Yes, Smith. yeah, I lived with him at Shadron. <laughs> so, so, Ryan Smith used to be the good looking history teacher. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. That's good looking yeah. guy. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so you remember him for different reasons than I do, you know, but, yeah. uh, definitely yeah. football. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but yeah, he's, he's a nice, he's a nice looking cat. Um, and so, uh, so anyway, so yeah, so I was there from, I don't know. I think I left, I was only there five years, so I might've left your senior year. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, we had some good games with you guys. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and then, um, but I never lost to you. I have to say that because I'm from Southern from Yeah, Russia. right. I've, yeah, I know. I gotta yeah, say it. We went through some struggles, but. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. And uh, so, and then I came down here to Colby, and then I coached here for 10 years, and and so, yeah, I've been coached, I coached for 20-some-odd years, and then now I'm in my oh, wow. seventh year of this, so. Jeez. Uh, but, so this story, my first job was on Native American Reservation. My wife hadn't graduated from college, and so I took a job up on Pine Ridge at, uh, at a middle school there uh, called Wounded Knee District School. And reservation football is just different than football. You know, it's, it's, it's still football, but it's just different. And the reservation is just a different beast. And so we're getting ready to play a middle school game. I, uh, and the principal comes down and tells me, he's like, coach, we got a problem. And with the game today, and I'm like, okay, what's going on? I mean, this is like it, I don't know, a little after 11, we play at four 30. He says, come with me. So he walks me out and I can, we, we start getting close to the field and I can just hear all this, I don't know, it was growling and I don't know. Oh. I was like, what is going on? And he takes me out to the field. We, we get out the door and he goes, just look out the door here. And I look out on the field and there is, and something, I don't know if you know much about the reservation, but there's a lot of wild animal, wild dogs on the reservation. Mm-hmm. Well, they were all at that football field at that time. And what had happened was we had run out of paint. And so the groundskeepers had went down to the commissary part. You know, the reservation has this place you can look at these. And they had got powdered milk <gasps> to line the field. No. Like a no. dusting. And no. it had attracted all these. He's like, Coach, I don't know what we're going to do. Like three guys have gotten bit. Like they want to shoot them. What? I'm like, no, we're not shooting these dogs, but no one's going out there. Like we're done. We're not playing today. Obviously. But like everybody get, I mean, there had to been 15 to 20 dogs. I mean, and they were mad at each other, you know, but they're just, and they didn't, you know, I mean, they obviously didn't get the whole field marked, but (laughs) yeah, there were dogs. There were just dogs everywhere. And growling and biting. That was very smart, though. Really, where to think about it? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I get it. Great idea. Yeah. Great idea. Just and but hmm. not good idea if you got wild dogs. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I was like, and so that was my like. I mean, that was like game two. All right. Well, this is interesting. This is different. Yeah. But yeah. We're not playing today and no one's going outside. I would know? have loved to have been in the so, room with the opposing coach when he got the call of, yeah, we're yeah. not, not going to be able to play today. There's some dogs. Like, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I think we just went with the whole, we ran out of paint. We're not going to do it. <laughs> there we you go. Know? There uh-huh. but yeah. 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 The real, the real uh-huh. story. Right. Uh-huh. But the whole deal was, and it was just like, yeah, cause I kind of could hear it and they were just barking and nothing else. What is going on? And look out there. Yeah. Oh jeez. You're not getting near the field. That's a once and, in a lifetime. Yeah. Kind of story. And, and the guy was like, well, they just want us to shoot them. No, we're not shooting a bunch of dogs. Yeah. Like, not doing that either. Like, let's just not play the game. Let's just wait till the paint comes in, not do this again. Yeah. yeah um, back in your coaching era, did you ever have, like, a situation that was, like, you as a coach needed to 
um, be upset or it was a teaching moment, but yet inside you were internally laughing at the situation. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, then later you go in the office with the, with the other coaches and you're like, gosh, I can barely keep it straight. Right. Yeah. So, so like we were, it was, it was when I was in Sutherland and it was like, I don't know, second year, I think. And we are running like we're, we're, we're running sprints or whatever at the end and that kind of stuff. And where it's just kind of one of those practices, it's kind of stark, it's hot, but we're not doing great and that kind of stuff. And so I'm kind of getting after him. I'm kind of, you know, and all the coach are getting, and finally this one kid is like, um, he, he's like, coach, do you mind if I run? Like he was kind of in the middle and he's like, I'm going to go run over there. I'm going to go run that way, like on the end. And I was like, I don't care where you run, just we got to run, blah, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Well, turns out he just he had to use the restroom, and he did not. Uh-huh. He knew everyone was pissed. Knew everyone didn't, didn't want to leave. Didn't want to say to go anywhere, and so he's just down there doing his sprints, kind of by himself. <laughs> no, yeah, just no. just draining himself. And I'm like, <laughs> so we get done, da da da, and so. He kind of—he doesn't even like coming to the circle afterwards. He's kind of standing back, and I'm kind of like, "What are you doing? Get in here!" I'm like, oh, whatever." And so then I kind of go by. I'm like, "What's what's up? What's going on?" And so he tells me, "Oh, Dad goes back." But I went in my pants. I did this in my pants. I'm like, "Oh, okay, oh, go. No. You go. Oh. I'm going to keep the kids here a little bit longer." You go, and then we get in the coach. I'm like, "What in the hell just happened? Why could he not just said I got to go?'" Right. Oh, God, there's go. a moment like, there when you're just afraid. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I like, I appreciate it. Like afterwards I was talking to him. I was talking to his parents. Like I appreciate the whatever, but you know, we're not about that. Like yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. And then there was another time in Sutherland too. And I didn't realize this. Um, actually when we were playing Hershey, we played Hershey and you could, uh, we had to use the restroom and we couldn't. So we went in the cornfield. Oh, oh, yeah. Nice, look at that. Nice, Hershey. That is yeah. nice. Yeah. They didn't unlock yeah. the bathrooms yeah. for you? Real classy. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know what happened there, but yeah. anyway, next thing I know, it's like we're getting ready to Nash Lance. We're getting ready to stuff, and most of my guys are coming out of the cornfield, and everyone's like, what were they doing in there? I was like, mm. I don't think I'm going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that just was because it was just right. to the, what, been to the north yep. of the field of their cornfield? Yep. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah, and about six of them, seven of them just go back there, and I'm like, what are, you, what are these guys doing? Country, sure they come country. Out. I'm like, oh yeah, country. I know what you're doing. Yeah, so not a great look. Not a great look for us. So. Well, I mean, you were in Hershey, so do what you are where you well, are. Well, oh, they my, brought you Lena's down. giving yeah. me faces right yeah. now. I'm about they brought to you down a level, so it's not your and fault. And Ryan was the head coach. Yeah, Ryan was a football coach. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we had Ryan and Todd Westover, maybe. I think was it coach? Yeah, you had Westover after yeah. after Ryan. Yeah. yeah. And then I think Ryan came back. Yeah. So now Chris, I don't know how it works for football, but when you in high school, when you are getting your assistant coaches, are those people you get to pick or does administration pick them for you? How does that work? So good question. Well, so when I got when I both places my first year, you you kind of get who's there. You know what okay. I mean? Um and then after a year it's kind of one of those things like if it didn't, you didn't feel like it worked out. I know both in, in uh, Colby and Sutherland, 
if it didn't work out, we just kind of had a conversation, you know, um, one of them, I know in Southern one guy was just like, yeah, I'm just probably, we're just not getting in. And he had interviewed for the job too. And so I got that. I understood that, but no, you kind of, it's not college or anything like that, but after a year, you kind of know, and though you can kind of then pick from there. I know my second, I had four guys that I had all 10 years with me. We had a coaching staff of six. And so I had four guys with me for 10 years. Then I had two or three kind of every other year kind of come in and come out kind of thing. So now again, you know, I only have girls, so I don't, you know, football's a little foreign, but our parents, like the parents get overly involved with like the coaches in football, or is it because it's like you have six to back you up that doesn't really happen? How does that work? Oh, no, they, they, they get after you. I mean, they like, yeah, I mean, parents get involved. Um, like I said, when I got to Colby, it was kind of rough and they had like, they'd lost 31 straight games. Oh, um, and so that first year, we went one and eight, and I think we uh, stormed the field. And I was like, what's everybody doing? Well, they hadn't won a game in 30-some games. And so I was like, oh, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that's a little much. But anyway, it was great. And But that's what I started to do when I first got here. I was like, you know, I guess if if they're going to fire coaches every two years, whether they win or lose, and I'm going to at least come in and show them why I do what I do. Sure. And if we don't win, hey, at least they know what I do. If they do win in – that's that's the part I think that you want to do is you want to bring parents in and show them what you do because they're going to get involved and they're going to, and they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, whatever they think is happening is happening in their mind. And so I did a lot of that work with parents. I, I had an honorary coach come on the sidelines. Like I had the kids pick eight honorary or nine honorary coaches in every regular season game, we had an honorary coach, and he could come to any practice, or she. We had a couple moms oh, cool. um, come to practice, and then I let them talk before the game, and they could be on the sidelines during the game. I did have a couple that I had to be done, like they got on the sideline and were saying stuff. And I was like, no, that's kind of not your role, you oh, know. Right. I had one, I had one guy that was had headphones on, and was listening to other games on the sideline. He uh-huh. come by and he's like, hey, coach, I think Atwood's beating St. Francis. <laughs> oh, my guess what? We're down a touchdown to Goodland. So how about, you know, but thanks for the update. Uh, you know, so sometimes it backfires. But, you know, you've got uh, – so I just did that because parents are – yeah, I mean, it's their kids. And Wait, so and honorary so, coaches, the, the players pick these people? Yep, the players picked them. I always said, okay, so because we have the league football here and middle school mm-hmm. football, so I'd say, all right, guys, you know, from your football, from your little league football days up to whatever it can be, but you guys get together, seniors, you get together. I need eight sets of parents or nine. My first guy we were playing nine regular season games. I need nine. I needed nine people that you think are influential in your life to be an honorary coach. And you know, we had some teachers. We had, and I reserved one year. I reserved my dad. Um, oh, and cool. I had him as an honorary coach. Um, and so, you know, but yeah. And so that's fun. I like that. In, I like that a lot. That, yeah. And, uh, Lena, and you it, should it do funny. that for your league. You should do that for your team. Uh, I don't know if that's legal. Well, oh, and they come in at halftime too. And like, oh. I, and again, like when I came, like when I got here, you know, coaches, like I said, I was their fourth coach. That senior's been there four years and I was their fourth coach. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and, Again, we didn't start off great. You know what I mean? We hadn't won 31 games, and then we start off 0 and whatever. I think it was. 
and uh, and but this guy who's he was a, a big supporter of in you know, he was a modern coach and he came in and saw what we did and that kind of stuff and he, and I know he told me the story. He had a guy come in Saturday like, what are we gonna do now? This coach doesn't seem any better. And he was like, ah, we're gonna leave this coach alone. I saw this, this, and this. I heard this, this, and this. It's gonna be okay, you know. And so that was a good thing. You know, mm-hmm. the one dad that I'd say, nope, you got to go because you're talking. Well, that was a bad thing, mm-hmm. you know, but but it, it really was good. And you just got to get the, you know, and then I had him come in Saturdays. They could watch film with us on Saturdays. Uh, and I did that. My son loved that because we had a bunch of donuts. We'd go around to the sports shop and watch film. And then for a few first few times, uh, we had a lot of people come. And then pretty soon, like the second year we did it, you know, we were like six and two, but no one really wanted to come watch films. So we just had a bunch of donuts left over and Tobin was like, this is awesome, Dad. Keep ordering all the donuts. We'll be donuts all day. I was like, yeah, but we're probably done doing this. <laughs> so, you know, but you finally realize maybe you built some trust with the community and that kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. But. What is it about one of your, like, favorite teams? And I, you know, I don't know if you coached a lot, if you have certain teams that really just left a mark. What is it about? any of those teams that made it special? You know, a lot of times for me, the it's just, you can just kind of tell with groups of kids, like some seasons, some seasons, you know, you, you have a, you have a great, great season and, but you're just like, man, it's kind of a grind, mm-hmm. but there are some, like, I know my second, my second season here in, in Colby, probably was one of my favorite seasons and it's just I don't know from freshman to senior they were just locked in fun they knew when to work but they knew when to have fun right they just and you know we did we my we went we qualified for the playoffs you know we were three and six and that second year we were um we were six and two six and three and it just the 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 flip between that and just the way those guys kind of made that happen and just realized what they were going to do. And they were just good kids, but they could have, they could have fun. You know what I mean? Like I could, I could get on it, but I could also laugh with them. And that's what makes it the best is when, you know, you just got a group of guys that as long as you're, you're working when you're working, that's great. But if it's time to have fun or something's funny or something happens and they're okay to laugh about and stuff, that makes it good. So, and that's been one of my favorite teams. Um, I've probably in Colby here, I probably have two or three just teams that were like that. And, you know, one of them, we were five and four, didn't make the playoffs. And when they were seniors in, in by all means, we should have, you know, mm-hmm. we should have been a lot better than that. But mm-hmm. that group of guys, uh, it was just one of those groups that just, I'd do whatever I could for them, you know, and, and, uh, so yeah, it's just it's almost just the relationships with the kids. The wins and losses will come, and and sure, you know, you win a state championship or whatever, and you're going to say, yeah, this is the best ever. But really, sometimes that's a grind. Right. You know, sometimes that's a little much. I mean, I did have one season we were 0 and 9, and I'd never coached harder in my life. Now those kids were great, but I did have a parent come up and say, you know, I talked to so and so, and they were. I was asking him, you know, how how bad was it this year? And he goes, well. It stinks. We started 11 soft, and it was a senior. He was a senior, mm-hmm. and he had five sophomore linemen in front of him. And mm-hmm. we started 11 sophomores, and, and wow. he was like, "But we got better, and we were okay." And you know, they they 
we'll be better next year and that kind of stuff. And he goes, but it wasn't a bad deal. Like mm-hmm. I had a good football season. And so, okay, I didn't, right. you know, I didn't sleep much, but it is, it is, you know, kids are different. So, so with both of your jobs within coaching and then principal, mm-hmm. you clearly deal with parents differently. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. could you give me, how did you deal with parents as a coach? And then how do you deal with parents now? Well, I mean, dealing with parents as a coach, like I will always tell them, if you want to come talk to me about, I mean, one, if you want to come talk to me about your kid, I'm going to talk to your kid. Cause it seems like for some odd reason, every time I had a conversation as a coach with a kid, they would say, well, I please, you know, please don't tell my kid I did this because I don't want you to take that on him. And, but and he wouldn't want me to come and, and do that and talk to him. I'm like, well, here's the thing, guys, I'm going to tell your kid. Because yeah. one, I got to have a relationship with them before I have to have a relationship with you. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to tell them that. And two, you want to come in and talk about, you know, what a shitty coach I am is X's and O's, or I can't, I don't understand this. That's fine. But don't come in and attack my character. Like I'm going to take it out on your kid. Give me a break. Right. Like I need that guy more than, than he needs me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to do that. In principle wise, you just have to listen. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of times it's pretty cut and dried what the kid did. There's no, you know, Hey, the kid, you know, the kid pulled the fire alarm. Yeah. He's getting in trouble. Nothing you can do. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not a judgment of am I not playing your kid or that kind of stuff. But in parents, a parent has a problem with the teacher. It's like, yeah, you just got to listen. And you got to say, okay, well, I can do this and this and this. And I get back to you and check in on you. So it's a little, it's a little bit different that way, you know, but if it's talking about discipline, you know, it's, it's totally different. You know, the kid did this. So yeah, we're going to talk about this. And if you're mad at me because the kid did this, well, that's your own fault. You know, we got rules for rules. But as a coach, they're trying to advocate for what they think their kids should be or da da da, da and it's just different, you know. What so. What do you think, Chris, are the biggest changes that have occurred since the time you got into education till now? Yeah, you know, and then it really, to me, is hasn't been the kids that have changed a whole lot. There are different avenues for them that I think takes away from some of the focus. I mean. athletics or activities outside of school it's harder for kids to get really make that their thing because there's just so much more out there for them i mean a lot of times i mean i know we're not in we're in the midwest and that kind of stuff but the economics i mean some families need their kids to work now right sometimes the kids want to work now because they want something earlier you know Mm -hmm. they're one of the things that I never knew, one, because I wasn't smart enough, and two, Cali was too small. I didn't know you could take college classes in high school. You know, mm-hmm. hell, I was lucky to pass my high school classes. So mm-hmm. I wasn't, but now we have kids doing that, you know, to do that kind of stuff. And so there's so much more. So one of the things there is just the opportunities for kids. I don't think kids look at as, as athletics as, as extracurriculars they used to be. You know, sure. yeah. I, I find other things to have fun yeah. or I find other things to, to get my time, you know, sure. to take up my time. Mm-hmm. And so that, that hurts me. I mean, that hurts me as a, as an educator, as a, you know, as a kid that that was it. I mean, you wanted to get in high school so you could play sports, mm-hmm. you know, and kids don't look, don't think like that anymore. Right. Um, and so that's it. That's a big change. And, you know, parent wise, some of it is that, that 
opportunity right there. The parents see other opportunities or see different opportunities that they feel like they can earn for their kids. When it really mm-hmm. comes down to the kids earning it, right. you know. Mm-hmm. So, so that's another part that I've seen change. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the biggest thing is there is just so much for. I mean, hell, you can be a TikTok sensation at fifteen, and I even have to, you know. And that's yeah, right, right. And I know there's only two or three of them out there, but still, there's every other kid thinks they can be that kid, right? And exactly. so when they come and say, "Well, I'm going to do this." Well, you know, you don't want to say, well, you're an idiot, but <laughs> you're thinking, come on now, you yeah. know, that's not so. I hadn't that's even thought thing. about that. And, you know, I feel like I'm in the midst of it. I don't have kids in high school, but I feel like I'm surrounded by kids. And I never thought about what you just said. Is that yeah. it, there, there are so many more things to mm-hmm. occupy their time. I just wasn't, hadn't even went there. Yeah. So yeah, you're very good. I mean, it used to be, it used to be just, you know, athletics. I mean, mm-hmm. in high school you did this and, and after you did that. And mm-hmm. then, and now there's just, yeah, they can do anything. So yeah. but th- dang, this is, dang kids, dang right? computers. But you so know? this is where I, I mean, I've had a few good conversations about this, but the opportunities that these, you know, the other opportunities that they have besides athletics are basically things to make them grow up faster. Ooh. Oh yeah. You know, yes, so like, yeah, they're yes. coming through with, um, they're coming into college with oh, 30 yes. credit hours. And so like, if they really go down, you know, or, or where they're working, mm-hmm. if they really go down like the path of life, they're going to get their four-year degree within two to three years. Wow. Yeah. Some, some yes. students aren't even 21 at that time. Yeah. So instead right. of, if so, unless they move back home with mom and dad, because that's basically what their parents are setting up them up for, then they should be going out in the real world and getting a job. And they haven't even had their first beer yet legally. Exactly. <laughs> you exactly. Know? Yeah. And, and you think about that, like wow. if you go... If you can get, because we do have kids, and it's a great accomplishment. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying to it's get bad. their associate's degree, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they'll, before they they'll even graduate. graduate, yeah, yeah, they'll graduate from CCC on Saturday, and then they'll graduate from Colby High School on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But then when they go to like K State or Fort Hayes or whatever, they're going into their first class as a junior. Well, all those kids are twenty, yeah, twenty one, exactly. You're 18. You've never been away from home. Oh, yeah, and those professors gosh. are like. Those professors like, listen, you should be, you know, you're in the second year of college or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not. No, they're not. They're 18. There's their first way. This is their first time away from home. They're going to screw this up. You yeah. know, that's the biggest and thing so, I've, I've really realized this year. And I'm like, unless you're going to be a doctor and you know, you're going to be a doctor at 16, 17, whenever, you know, your senior year of high school. I'm like, it's not really setting them up for success. Like, unless you really mm-hmm. want your child to be out in the workforce at such a young age. And, and I'm correct. Never you, thought you, about that. You yeah. coach at the middle at the college, college yep. correct? Yep. Yeah. So and so, how hard is it to recruit ooh. when you have a girl that said, "Hey, I you know I want to play volleyball, but I already have 17 hours." Well, so and for volleyball, volleyball, it's great because they can leave after their second or their third semester. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Sure. Which is great sure. for volleyball, but for the other sports, it's tough. And like a lot of them are, they're coming in with so many credits, and it's like listen like yikes you yeah know? like I, I don't i don't i mean I, i'd like to develop you for two years but I'm legally i'm only gonna have you for like you said three semesters yeah well. and then so that okay. you know yeah it's yeah it's i could i'll get off my soapbox no but how does that affect their eligibility for being able so to- like for volleyball they leave in december right, after right, that right. semester and then they go on to their new school yep. and they can do off season quote unquote with their new team which is great for mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. but then again like they're going to be 
you know, young, wow. young, they're going to be babies. Wow. 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 Yeah. So, yeah. um, hadn't even thought but, of that. And I can say this cause you know, my, my daughter was the assistant coach here at CCC for volleyball. It's a, you know, volleyball's a racket. I mean, it's just, it's, listen, it's corrupt. Ooh, okay. Yeah. They, um, you guys, do you guys run a six, two? Uh, it just matters. We haven't ran one of those for a hot minute. Well, you can't because it's eight, that's eight girls on the court. Yeah. There's only supposed to be six. How do you run a six, two? Cause the other one's a five, one. Right. I get that. There's six girls. Yeah. But then you call a six, two, that's eight girls. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can do this all day. <laughs> Volleyball is corrupt. It's, and it's, it's fun to watch, but yeah. I don't know how you guys get, I don't know how you get through that stuff. Right. Cause that's opposite of football. Oh yeah. If yeah. you run a five, two, that's five down linemen, two linebackers, everything. It's, it's pretty simple, but mm-hmm. volleyball throws out this whole six, two. Right. No, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It doesn't work. Well, and it's for me with a six, two, the only way it works is if that six, two is all the same people instead of like switching out people. Um, because the biggest thing with volleyball and like any other sports, it's all about like team collaboration. Oh yeah. So like, unless yeah, they're like sure. really like collaborating, it's hard to bring in another player to switch out for another player to run like a six, two or whatever. Like it's, it's got, they've got to be really good with them, their minds and their team. Oh yeah. So, and I try and do that with my daughter's team. I'll walk by and be like, Hey, I think you guys need to run a, a six, two or whatever. And then I'll talk about what's your defense. You're just throwing out lingo. You must have went to a volleyball dad dad clinic. Right. That's what I'm saying. Mm Because I listen to my daughter say Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And so I just walk by them and say, well, you know, I don't like your platform on that bump. And I just walk off. (laughs) That's true. See, that's what I want these moms to do, too. But, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. You hear the lingo. You just say it out there. Right. Yeah. You know, so. So you, your daughter is going to face off. You guys will see each other then. No, she's high school. Oh, high school. She's high school now. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, when when my daughter was playing no volleyball, I maybe saw her. Uh, Thank God she played club volleyball. Um, Yeah, because volleyball and football, same season. Yeah, I maybe saw her play high school volleyball. I'd I'd see her play at Substate. I'd see her play. I bet I saw her play in her four years, maybe 10 times in high school. Now I've watched her play a lot of club and. And the other fun, but that's no fun because that's you know like yeah. we're Super Bowl Sunday and we're a club tournament. That's not how we do this. That's not how we do this. I just, anytime I went to a club tournament, if I had a beverage that could spill on me, it was getting hit by a ball. I think there was one weekend coaching club. I think every drink I had, I wore. Well, yeah. I'm like, what and are the balls those coming right ones. at me? Well, yeah, and you go to those big tournaments like the one in Denver. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it's called. Yep. Crossroads. And you hear, yeah, Crossroads, and you hear balls all night long. Yep. And there's yep. a million courts, and you're just trying to dodge, and uh, mm-hmm. it's a mess. <laughs> Chris, a you mess. and I are probably from the generation that when we were in high school, volley, high school volleyball and football were played on the same night. Same night. Yes. Exactly. The good yeah. old days. Yeah. Yes. It used to be like that yeah. back when I went to high school. Come on now. They did. It Are was volleyball sure? first on Friday. Yes. Yeah. Then, yeah. I don't I know. Thought it was, I thought with... it was Thursday volleyball and then was Friday it? football when you were in high school. I feel like I it had remember. to have been changed like by this little day. baby by the time she yeah. got to school. Gosh, I remember. think that's the thing that has changed from the perspective of just watching it all happen, that now people are at a sporting event every single night of the week mm. when, yeah. it, you know, when it used to yeah. be, you just showed up on Friday night, hence the thing, Friday night lights. And then, you mm-hmm. know, you had your volleyball game, football, and then it was over. 
Yeah. Varsity yeah, JV always, all in one night. Like maybe not yep. football, but volleyball was, you know, like they'd usually and be And that's two. how you planned your travel. Exactly. You, know, you got to travel here and then yeah. you go get dressed at the end of the first set of the varsity mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm, you better be dressed mm-hmm. by that because it might only go two. And I know yeah. back then it was only three, but you had to, you know, you couldn't score on every, what do you call it, rally yeah, score. Yeah, yeah. Rally back score. then so, uh, one volleyball game took eight hours. So yeah, you <laughs> yeah, had plenty of time exactly. to change. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, so you did that. And then, and again, it kind of comes back to it. Now there's an opportunity for the yeah. other, other things mm-hmm. there's there's you know it used to be friday night was set aside for it all yep and now there's other things going on yeah so pickleball yeah pickleball pickleball that's pickleball. right pickleball yep. stand up ping pong the tennis yep. coach is going to yep. kill me if, if she ever hears this she's going to kill me that i said that all right chris so, so you've never listened to our podcast again we like to uh ask a few things mm-hmm. um okay. at the end so first okay. and foremost our Pod, podcast in case you haven't ever you know looked it up it's coaching caffeine and comedy nice. comedy yeah so what is your caffeine of choice okay so it is great value grape energy drink huh. it's basically water it's caffeine water what really? you saw me you saw me i'm a big guy yeah yeah you are uh-huh. yeah That's- and so i uh you know drinking a bunch of pop and things like that like i'll end up you know with the beaties if i keep that stuff so much sugar yeah the beaties yeah so so i drink this I, i'm addicted grape? to caffeine and so grape? it's grape grapes the best yeah grape flavor is the best for me but they got all kinds peach mango is it clear no no looks like kool-aid uh lane is looking it up right you now. go to your local walmart i know it's great value energy drink oh loaded with caffeine but it's just water oh it's amazing now i also have high blood pressure so my doctor said you can only have three of these a day well (laughs) three a day he's he he doesn't know me i have three by noon you know i mean i love it my goal is to get a thousand milligrams in before noon so yes and who doesn't want goals and no one likes a quitter exactly Great so I'm not going to quit it. Energy drink mix. Oh, Is yes. it the drink mix? Yeah, it's a mix. Yeah, okay. I don't do the liquid. You got to go with the powder. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. I do. I've had this in the lemonade version, but you do the grape. Okay. Peach mango. Yeah. I'm getting it. Okay. I'm putting it on okay. here. Oh, it's only 242. Yeah, yeah that's oh, a life thing changer. About, yeah. Life changer. Game on. Yeah, those okay. are. Yeah. Yeah. Wowzes. Um, are you a reader, Chris? Are you currently reading <sighs> anything? <laughs> I mean, no, I got oh, like, like uh, I've been in so TV for I don't know how long now. And I'm, are you a reader or whatever? You know, um, I think the last book I read was Belichick's book. And that was a long time ago. That was maybe three or four years ago. Listen, I like a good comic book every once in a while. There you go. Um, I know they call them graphic novels now. Yes. I don't. Garfield, it's a comic book. Garfield. Yeah. yeah there you I, go. Have, yeah. I don't even you know, know what you're talking about. A graphic so, comic book or a comic book. Graphic novel. You don't even know what a comic book is. I mean, I do, but like from the yeah. '80s. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, but That's... now they call them graphic novels. Yeah. I didn't even know they still made know. them. I'm like what, Dork okay. Diaries or. Uh, yeah, they comic make books. they make a good comic book yes. still. So, so do I read comic books? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. What about watching? Do you watch anything? Are you a binger? Uh, yeah. So um, right now, Apple TV's kind of got me hooked on Hijack. Um, oh, that's a really good show. Uh, we went through the whole quarterback thing on Netflix. Uh, oh, sure. Okay. I see. That was really good. Uh, what's the other one we were watching on Netflix? Yeah, I'm a binge watcher. I, I don't, I'm, and what sucks is like Apple TV, 
like this, this is weekly hijack weekly so i gotta wait a whole week i kind of like to just watch them all and then mm-hmm. be done yeah and take like i'll take the eight hours and get real fat with nacho cheese and popcorn <laughs> and pop you know not pop but grape water all day long and just watch them that's what i'd like to do that's what i like to do so i'm a little upset that it's a hijacks weekly thing but football's coming on here in about a month and so then i'll be just kind of that You'll kind be of fine. stuff okay. yeah so um, another thing we do is we say someone that we are thankful for. Whoops, I lost you. I said another thing that we do is say some we, someone that we are thankful for. So in this moment today, who is someone you are thankful for? Oh, you know, and, and I always will be as I'm thankful for Renee, my wife. I mean, and you guys, I mean, coaches, wives, in your case, coaches, husbands, you're both married, correct? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Coaches, husbands, I mean, coaches, wives, anything like that. I mean, she's, she's been through or heard more than she probably should ever needed to and good and bad, I'm sure. But, mm-hmm. you know, and just the time that it takes away from that and that kind of stuff. I and mean, she's, she's, she buys all the Christmas presents. I'm just as surprised on Christmas day as they are. They all, the kids all know it. Mm-hmm. She knows it. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're going to go on a family trip, she's going to want to do it. Um, so I'm thankful for her. She has, she has raised two fine kids and I've been along for a great ride. So mm-hmm. good job. I'm going to say he just brought up like Hershey. So I'm going to say two women from Hershey high school. So my volleyball coach, Amy Byer, and then my music uh-huh. instructor, Teresa Roter, and those two, they, they were just great women mm-hmm. and yeah. still somebody now that I have like a relationship with today. Um, and I don't, I don't do a lot of people do that anymore. Do they still talk with like their high school people? Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. So like my high school wrestling coach was, uh, an usher in my wedding. Oh really? Oh, awesome. That's awesome. That's and awesome. he said he would only do it if I didn't call, I had to call him by his first name. Oh. I couldn't call him coach Riggler or Mr. Riggler. He's like, I only do it if you call me Kenny. And, oh. and he was just one of those guys. I mean, so it was a bunch of college guys, in here, yeah. but I just had to have him because when my folks went through a divorce and things like that, he just was the guy. Yeah. Oh. He was my guy. He was yeah. friends with my dad cause he taught with him mm-hmm. and, uh, That's you know, awesome. friends with my dad and obviously wasn't friends with my mom, but anyway, so, but yeah, just one of those guys, but yeah, I had to call him Kenny. So that's, awesome. That's great. But yeah. That's awesome. That's you Lena? Oh, well, since we're talking to Chris and Colby, I have some great family, Jenny and Paul Niblock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They are amazing people, and they had great kids who are now having kids. Yes. Yeah, but Paul, like, I have 31 first cousins, and Paul's one of the closest ones. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the closest ones to my age, and they are just great people. Yes. I'm thankful for them. Yeah. Mm Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much, Chris, and uh, we're going to find out more about this event that you have coming up and we'll share it on the old book face and all those things. Yeah. August well, yeah. 11th. And ladies, thank you. This was awesome. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you this, I will now be a podcast fan. Yes. You go. I, yes. Will be, I will get on this podcast. I'm not even going to listen to this one. No one's yes. listen to themselves. So I'm going to listen to other podcasts. No, you have to listen to your own. So. Your own. Yes. So, yeah. but, uh, awesome. Thank you so well, much. Thank you so much, Chris. So, we'll see you, see you in a few weeks. Yeah. You bet. Yeah. All and right. are you ladies coming? Do you know? Are you coming to this? Um, yeah. I got to talk to so. Carrie to make sure she gets the seat or two. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 This would be great. Yeah. This would be awesome. Awesome. All right. We'll catch you later. Hey, have a good one. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.
Well, that was fun. That was fun. That was good. And you have his um, song that he would go out to. If oh, he was yeah, yeah, yeah. I would look up a different one. Yeah. Um, hold on. Well, yeah, Whoa. this will air hopefully before his August 11th date. So we'll be making sure of that. So make sure you look up information about how to and see we will, Chris And we will Gardner definitely the, yeah, post share. it. Yes. Gardner out at the Copper Mill to learn football lingo. Mm-hmm. Um, Lena. Yes. Tell me something else. Well, one, I I like that he was thankful for coaches and, and husbands of coaches and wives and coaches because that's one thing we often talk about is how much time it takes away from your family. So it was fun to have him on. And now that he's even, you know, out of coaching, but still in education and still being a part of kids' lives, that how important that is and how we all have either teachers or administration that see our kids every day once the school year starts which will be starting back up for all of us soon. So think of your educators and your administrators are getting back to the grind. Prepare your children to start listening to other people because they probably didn't listen to you all summer. So let's be real. Every time oh. my kids see somebody and someone says, what have you been doing this summer? And they're like, chores. All we've been doing is chores. <laughs> yeah. And that's for you, Kenlin. <laughs> Sending you out to space. That was a little le- loud. <laughs> And thank you for listening. I found it to another episode of Coaching, Caffeine, and Comedy. I'm your host, Haley Kobza. And I'm Lena.